Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders! Go, food needs refill! Well, we're here. Midway point of September. Time just keeps on turning along, doesn't it? Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the podcast, audio, and media network. What do we have on store for you on this edition of The Bar? Well, let's get this party started. Three different things, as always. The Big Ten is back. Okay. Bucks and bombs. Talking about Tom Brady and golf connected. How are, how are Tom Brady and the U.S. Open connected? Going to explain. And also, the trade winds are blowing. As always, follow, like, share, share, follow, like. The Harp on Sports Podcast Media and Audio Network at Harp on Sports Twitter. At Harp on Sports Instagram. Harp on Sports, the Facebook page. Harp on Sports.com. And, of course, Harp on Sports, the YouTube Challenge. Big Ten is back. Good. Good. It's good for football that the Big Ten is back. College football is better with the Big Ten in it. It is the media mecca of major college football. In the markets that they reach, the largest stadiums in the country are in the Big Ten. The most packed stadiums in the country are in the SEC. So, from the SEC's perspective, you got your villain back, gang. The ACC wasn't a villain. The Big 12 wasn't a villain. The Hatfields need the McCoys. The McCoys need the Hatfields. Robin, Batman, they need the Joker. You just do. And you got him. You got him. The Big Ten is that thing that you love to hate. The, the, the person that you love to argue with on social media. If you're a, a liberal or a Democrat, he's your conservative talking head on TV. How conservatives don't like Rachel Maddow and CNN. Well, liberals tend not to like Sean Hannity and Fox. And that's what the Big Ten is. So I'm not going to begrudge the Big Ten for coming back. I'm not. I'm not going to begrudge, begrudge them from canceling the season. season. Six weeks ago, they made a decision. Could they have waited? Sure. Did they wait? Nope. They canceled it, and then they figured it out. All's well that ends well, right? What's the damage here? Eh, They could have started the season earlier. But now, more testing, more protocol. Mark my words, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 will have more cancellations than the Big 10. Mark my words. Once the season starts, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 will have more problems than the Big 10. Why? Big 10's starting three weeks later. The Big 10 is now going to sit around and wait and watch. Remember, everybody followed what the Big Ten did until the Big Ten canceled their season, then that was it. Mark my words. The Big Ten's going to get to sit around and watch how the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12 do things and say, huh, we like, huh, we don't like, we really like. I don't know about that. Big Ten was smart in this. They were. They sat down. They worked on a compromise. You had schools that were upset, the Nebraskas of the world throwing a fit. That's how you get stuff done. You cry and complain. It is. It's how you get stuff done. The person that screams and cries and moans the most at the restaurants, the one the manager gives free dessert to, shut up. So you have, it's true, you have that faction of things, and then you have the faction of things coming in in the other direction, the Penn States, the Ohio States that look around and go, wait a second here, huh? And I love how people are mocking the Big Ten for this. I'm going to defend them. So many of you sit there and don't say anything until you see something, then you want it. Hey, they get that. I want that. Hey, they want, oh, look at the new iPhone. I want that. That's what the Big Ten did. The Big Ten sat around. You had the first weekend of college football in the one. The, you want to know what game it was? 
that got this done. The game that got this done was Notre Dame and Duke. That's the game that got this done. For as much as the Big Ten teams don't like Notre Dame for not being in the conference, as much as SEC and ACC teams get all worked up about Notre Dame not being in a conference, Notre Dame helped the ACC so much this year and vice versa. Vice versa. The Big Ten season's existing because Notre Dame's playing. You find me another team in that area of the country that's playing right now. Notre Dame is the reason why you have a Big Ten season. It is. Because what do you, if you're Indiana or Purdue, how can you sit there and go, I don't know, man, Notre Dame can't. Eh, they're different. You can't do it. If you're Indiana and Purdue, you can't. If you're Michigan and Michigan State, you're to the north of South Bend, so what's your excuse? Northwestern's what? Two and a half, three hours to the, to the west? What's your excuse? So you got five Big Ten teams all in that cul-de-sac in and around Notre Dame. What? It's a third of the conference. Plus, you have Nebraska screaming from one end. Champaign-Urbana is down the road. Look, Notre Dame's the reason why you have a Big Ten season. They're playing. Why can't we? That's the final candle on the cake, if you will. So, I would have preferred pushing the college football playoff back. I don't get what the urgency is on New Year's Day. I don't. I really don't. Well, it's your tradition. No, it's not. Sometimes it's played on the 28th. Sometimes it's played on the 29th. Sometimes it's played on the 30th. Sometimes it's played on the 1st. I didn't get the sense of urgency to have the college football playoff on New Year's Day. I don't. I'd have pushed it back a couple weeks. I'd have the college football playoff on the 14th. That way the Big Ten could have gotten to 10. The SEC could have had the, the, the college football playoff. The Big Ten could have gone right from the right from their conference championship game by week. Boom, here we go. Where the SEC would have had two weeks off. How's that any different than teams in the NFL postseason? It's not. Teams get buys all the time. Teams get 14 days off. Teams get seven days off. Some teams get six days off. And Scott nailed it. Damn it. I didn't even get to it. Didn't even get to it. Thank you very much for stealing my next point. But hey, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, if I were college football, I'd have done my college football playoff mid-January and have had the national championship the Saturday or the Sunday of where the Pro Bowl weekend sits, the 28th, 29th, right around there. That's what I'd have done. That's what I'd have done. You could, you could have even had the college football playoff the Saturday. Think about how awesome this would have been. You could have had the college football playoff the Saturday before the conference championships on Sunday. And then the next week you could have had the national championships. See what I'm saying? Like the college football playoff could have been the Saturday, the two games. And then the Sunday could have been the NFC and AFC championship game. And then the next week could have been the national championship in college football. But the big Ten's back. That's the big thing. The only thing I don't like about it is how we're going to kind of rush this thing at the end. Something that is taking place in the big 10 schedule. Look at some more comments here. Hang on tight. Uh, Something I don't like. That figured out. There we go. Something I don't like about the Big Ten schedule is the plus one at the end of the year. I don't like the plus one. So the Big Ten's playing an eight-game schedule. So you're playing everybody from your division in one crossover game. Who's your crossover game? No idea. Don't know yet. So you play everybody from your division and then your crossover game. I think Ohio State and Michigan are opposite divisions. Are they still? I mean, they had the leaders and the legends, and they've mixed things around a little bit. Here's how the loop I've been in that conference. I would love. I would love to see that final plus weekend go away. Because I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen. What is it? September 16th? You can write this down in blood. The Big Ten, everybody's going to play their games. And then we're going to have a conference championship game. Great. Conference championship game. You ready for this? This is why this is just ridiculous. Let's say for argument's sake, let's just say, let's say it's Ohio State and Wisconsin. Just for argument's sake. Ohio State and Wisconsin. All right. Pick who finishes second. Pick who finishes second in these divisions. Let's say it's Michigan and Minnesota. So then the second place teams play each other. Then the third place teams play each other. 
Then the fourth place teams play each other. The Big Ten's going to do that. You're going to play your eight regular season games. The top two teams are going to play each other in the championship game. But also that weekend, you're going to have eight other games. Now, the only way to do that is you have to have two, what, two at noon, two at, I don't even know how you're going to do it. You have to play some of them on a Friday. You're going to have to play some of them on a Friday because your Big Ten championships game is going to be Saturday night at 8 o'clock. So you're going to have, what, seven games going on? That one's going to be by itself at 8 o'clock on a Saturday. So then at 4 o'clock, you're going to have three, and at noon, you're going to have three games. And I got news for you. If I'm a stud defensive back or lineman at Michigan and I finish second in the Big Ten, do you think for one second I'm going to come out and play in the Big Ten second place game and tear my ACL? It's not even a bowl game. Am I going to come out and play in the Big Ten second place game when I'm a first-round draft pick? There's nobody that's going to be – if you are a draft pick, if you are a senior, if you're a draft pick and you play in this Big Ten bonus weekend set of games, you're a fool. I wouldn't draft you just for that. Like, oh, it shows great character that he played. No, it doesn't. It shows foolishness. I can't trust your judgment. It's kind of like how I can't date people that call psychics. I can't trust your judgment. I can't. That's the way it works. So, good. Good for the Big Ten. Now, are the four conference champions going to feed into this? I don't know. I don't know if the Big Ten champ, the SEC champ, the ACC champ, and the Big 12 champ, all four go in. That would be a nice little tidy pocket, wouldn't it? This is a year the committee needs to sit there and say, please, for everything that's holy on this planet, can we please have four undefeated teams from the four major conferences? Can we please have the SEC champ undefeated? Can we please have the ACC champ undefeated? Can we please, please? And with Notre Dame in there, you kind of catch a little break, don't you, for the college football playoff committee because they're going to be part of the ACC. Please let this thing be clean, which means it won't. So the Big Ten's back. A little bucks and bombs. NFL ratings are out or in, down, variety of things. Do I think some Americans are upset? You bet. You can be wrong and still affect change. You can be a pansy and still affect change. If we are playing a game and it's my ball and I pout and take my ball and go home, cliche, the game's still canceled. Game's over. I'm a baby, but it's still over. Well, People don't like protests. They don't like social justice stances. Why? It's tough for Caucasian males in middle age to see African-American men with power. The truth. I never want shop at a place because of their political leanings. I don't sit there and say, look, I'm okay with gay marriage. 100% okay with it. The people that own Chick-fil-A aren't. I do not not eat at Chick-fil-A because of their stance. I don't. I have friends that are conservative. I have friends that are liberal. Extreme on both sides. Some of them I can have discussions with because we're civil human beings. Some that I can't. I can't. I can't have a civil conversation with somebody that says the President of the United States is a good Christian. I can't. Because you're you're on the other island. I can't even I can't have that discussion with you. People that sit there and say, Seth, I don't like the social justice stances. I get it. I'm not gonna watch as much as I used to. That's fine. That's fine. This whole thing about, though, mm, you can't mix sports and politics. Stop it. The president of the United States did it today. Stop it. You just don't want politics mixing, or you don't want your oppositional politics mixing with your sports. And save me the whole cliche that in the, the charade that sports and politics don't mix. You kidding me? We've got bands out there. You've got the color guard. You've got the national anthem. you got flags. There's nothing more political than that. 
former president or the president's always doing the coin toss. There's a flyover by military jets. Stop this garbage that sports and politics don't mix. It's a crock. Stepped on something, sorry. It's a crock. Nice try. The NFL ratings are down, though. And with the exception of one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Ratings up in a big way. The highest rated 4 p.m. window for a Fox game in four years. Now, the ratings were down for Sunday Night Football, but Sunday Night Football last year were the Patriots. You realize, wait a second, Patriots Brady, Buccaneers Brady. Tom Brady has become Tiger Woods. Tom Brady has become Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is Tom Brady. Must watch TV. And it's ironic, isn't it, that the U.S. Open is this weekend? So it was a Buccaneers game. Tom Brady and Tiger Woods. Think about this for a second, okay? And I always pride myself on being way ahead of everybody else on things. I do. At the age of 41, I now play chess. I can see things seven, eight moves ahead. I, that's, that's how I see I, I'm old enough now that I can take a step back. And I've been to that puppet show and I've seen the strings, as Cuba Gooding Jr. said, and Jerry Maguire. And I can see things six, seven steps ahead. Here we are, middle of the week. How awesome would it be if Tiger Woods is a contention at the U.S. Open, teeing off at 1 p.m. on Saturday, Sunday, same time Tom Brady's playing? Probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. But think about that. Think about think about Tiger Woods last year in the Masters, what he did for ratings. Tom Brady's a brand. Tom Brady's like Star Wars. They don't keep making Star Wars movies because they're great and there's new stories to tell. They keep making Star Wars movies because you keep paying for them. That's why. The whole point now of making movies is to build loyal brand consumers for a lifetime. It's not about making one or two good movies anymore. It's how can I make these movies that I can continue to make to get you to continue to assume. Do you know anybody that's seen all nine Fast and Furious movies? What's the difference? You tell me how the plot's changed, but they know they can get a lifetime consumer out of you. That's where Tom Brady is. You have lifetime consumers. Lifetime consumers. Tiger Woods, lifetime consumers. My generation. Lifetime consumers going to watch you no matter what. You know, we talk about like mic drop. It's a mic drop. It's a mic drop. I've got a new phrase. And if anybody steals it, they stole it from me. It's a remote drop. It's my cigar cutter though. Remote drop. Just drop the remote. I'm done. Done. Who are the athletes out there that are remote droppers? You have two of them, maybe two of them on Sunday. Scott doesn't think that Tiger's going to, he's going to get cut. Not going to make the cut at wing foot. Probably not. Probably not. Nope. Mic drop. Remote drop. Who's the remote drop guy? Look, you got two of them right now, which is always ironic because I hear, I heard this this week and good God. As I get, the one thing I do as I get older, the more and more I don't have the patience for, for sports radio people. Well, Brady and the Bucks, are they in trouble? It's one game. The Jags, look, they're not going to be as bad as we think. It's one, it's one game. <laughs> Seth just jumped in. Is Brady only a system quarterback? No. Gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. Uh, he had like four different off, five different offensive coordinators: Charlie Weiss, uh, Josh McDaniels. He had all sorts of. Um, oh come on! Good gracious, Texans head coach. Good guy. My brain just just fried on me. He's had look. He's had four or five different coordinators, so he can't be a system guy. System guy indicates only one guy. If he had four different offensive coordinators, Belichick's a defensive guy. Belichick's offense, whatever. You even watch Belichick during plays. Brady, you got this. You're out there, and Brady, Belichick's always over on the marker board, dropping it. So hey, there you go on that front. Brady's fine. 
Brady's fine. The Bucks are fine. They're fine. They keep reminding people the Saints. And I picked the Bucks to, to win that division. I still think the Bucs are going to win that division. I'm not going to judge it based on one one game. How many times have we see Brady and the Patriots over the years get drilled by the, the th- two years ago? Two years ago now? Or is it three years ago now? Two years ago. I watched the New England Patriots come to Jacksonville and lose by four touchdowns. And then go to the Super Bowl and hold the Rams to what? Three points? Eh. I saw the Jags go 5-11 and 11 and beat the Patriots by four touchdowns in Jacksonville. Three months later, four months later, the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl holding the Rams to touchdown. You can lose your mind. Go ahead. Oh, well, look, Seth, I think this team's good. This team's after one game. Week three. Week three is when things matter in the NFL. Week three. After week three, you can give me an assessment. If you're one and two, you're fine. If you're two and one, you're fine. If you're three and oh, you're golden. If you're 0 oh and three, you're in a lot of trouble. Because if you're 0 oh and three, now you got to go 10 and six to get. If you're 0 oh and three, you got to go 10 and three to get to 10 and six. So, in other words, if you're 0 oh and three, you can only lose that many games the rest of the year and win 10. Now, with the playoffs expanded, now seven teams making the playoffs, 10 and six isn't the threshold anymore, right? For a wild card, it was like if you win 10 games, you're in. What, 92% of the time you win 10 games, you make the playoffs? Now that you're going to go to seven, it's going to be more like 98, 99% if you get to 10 wins. So in nine, you can probably get away with it. Oh, really quick, trade wins. I expect it to be a very active trade market in the NFL. I see, just really quick, I've got a couple for you. Even after one week, one week if Allen Robinson is truly that upset in Chicago, hey, Houston Texans, you traded away DeAndre Hopkins. Watching that offense last week against the Chiefs, you got to go. Look, if Allen Robinson's available, go trade for him. Two teams should be in the Allen Robinson market. Two. One's the Seattle Seahawks. You put Allen Robinson out there, big, tall receiver with Russell Wilson. You already traded away, what, two of your first-round picks for Jamal Adams? Trade a second-round second, second pick away for Allen Robinson. And this is where you go to Russell Wilson and say, hey, man, we need your help here. We, I know you just signed this massive deal. We need you to restructure some of this money now, now, so we can bring Allen Robinson and give him a long-term deal. Look. We want you to stay upright. We want you to have a long longevity here. Allen Robinson is 27 years old. Russell Wilson, you want you're 30. Here we go. Let's bring A. Rob in. Let's give him a five-year, $75 million deal. We'll lock him in at wide receiver. There you go. Those would be my trade wins already. Two teams, Allen Robinson in the market. One's the Texans because without DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson is going to die. And the other one is Russell Wilson. So those are the two big trades I would do. So there you go. Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the podcast. Audio Media Network, Harp on Sports, the radio show. After the coronavirus swept through my department. I'm good, though. Strong as an ox. Luckily. Harp on Sports will be back a week from Monday. My first show back will be the Monday after the first SEC football game. So we'll be there. A couple of questions rolling in. Colt should trade for Allen Robinson to play quarterback. (laughs) Hey, baby. What's going to be interesting about this is if I'm a team like the Colts and I'm not any good, I'm going to try to unload as many guys as possible. If I'm like, what's going to be interesting is what team's sitting there at one and ten and just trades everybody away in case they don't have the number one pick for Trevor Lawrence. Um, Josh Rosen's the, choosing to sit in the stands and watch Matt Ryan for a while. It's not a bad thing for him. Maybe take a step back and watch for a year or two. Maybe not a bad thing. Um do you take Kyler Murray with a clear wide receiver in Hopkins or Lamar with players built around him? You you talking like Matt Fantasy? Lamar Jackson looked good, didn't he? 
tomorrow, man. The AFC with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the Chiefs and the Ravens, baby, for these next three or four years. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'd say the Texans, but it's a good question. I would take I would take Lamar Jackson, Matt, just because um, if this is a fantasy question, Lamar Jackson's ability to run. Lamar Jackson's going to have one or two rushing touchdowns. He could have that a game. But if it's for the next 10 years, I'd take Kyler Murray. There you go. Red Sox Rose Rich. All right, gentlemen. I'm tired. I've been up since five. So there you go. Pulling double duty, doing yeah, I know. Like, oh poor Seth. I know poor. Look at this. I look how tired I look. I got a white t shirt. I even get dressed up for this. Greece was on the other day and I wanted to know Denunzio. Not Denunzio. Come on, it's Caddyshack. Good gracious. I just found out Caddyshack golf course where they filmed it's right down the road in Miami. I got plans for next summer. They say some of it still looks the same. All right, Scott, NHL best sports product on TV, broadcasting wise, yes. Yep, broadcasting the feel of it, production value, it is, it is. It NHL's postseason reminds me the most of any regular seasons. Like it, it translates better to TV with no fans there than any sport. I, when I'm watching the Stanley Cup play, playoffs, Eastern Western Conference Finals, whatever it is, I, I don't need the fans. That's one sport I don't need the fans. Yeah, Danny Danny Newton is kidding. All right. Thank you, guys. Again, share, follow, like, follow, like, share Harp on Sports Podcast. Uh, Facebook page, at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram. Harp on Sports YouTube channel. There we go. All right. Take care. Remember, stay clean. Stay strong. Stay focused. Frankenstein, fun with your friends.